All right. Who brought the dog? Welcome to episode 47 of the Thrash Report. This is for Thursday, May 6th, 2021, episode 47, live. It's going to be really exciting stuff. And uh, I want to thank, uh, oh, dude, I see, look at, I am just, I'm absolutely a wreck. Give me one second here, man. <laughs> no problem. Things are not working. You know what I need? I need more screens. I need, I need, I need so many screens. <laughs> and I lost half my shit. Don't lose your shit. Here we go. So uh, just like we do every every uh, every episode, I want to first start off by thanking our sponsors. Obviously, we could not be doing this without our sponsors um, and our listeners. And this shout out goes to Discover CBD Twin Cities. Again, they have a great offer for you Thrash Report listeners out there. Um, they offer safe, top-tier CBD products of the highest quality. Um, they are third-party lab-tested. Um, if you've ever seen their products, every single one of them have a little QR code on it. You can actually scan that and see the actual report for that particular batch, that particular lot of, of tested of uh, that CBD product. It's actually pretty impressive. It's all manufactured in the ISO 7 clean room and organically grown and sourced from Southern Colorado. So they encourage you to check out the relaxing, soothing, tasty Delta 8 line um, of, uh, of edibles. So please check out discovercbdtwincities.com use code thrash for 20% off your order and free shipping again we want to thank them for their support all right so now let's go ahead and get rolling um again this is our first live episode and we're going to get started with headlines we got some crazy news this week jim what's going on did you want me to make a joke first Oh yeah, make a joke. See, even our intros are fucked up this time. Go ahead, man. Nope, I don't have one this week. All right. And that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right. No. Well, we're going to start with this crazy story. I always get a kick out of these stories. This is where um, a Christian group is trying to shut down a radio station because they're saying they are satanic. So members of this group calling themselves shut down WSOU. They've been protesting outside this Catholic uh, Catholic college radio station um, called Senton Hall University. Now, this is in New Jersey. And they're calling this long-running rock and metal station, they're just, they're calling it satanic, and they want it to be shut down. Um, this, uh, this Catholic organization, they said they want to and 34 years of the vilest broadcasting on radio and they claim that this station is satanic citing that they're playing tracks from you know artists like Demu Borger and Candlemass it's uh it, it's actually pretty funny right because some of the tracks talk about satanic worship um openly being satanic sacrifice of newborn children um and surrendering, surrendering to evil, obviously, right? <laughs> um, evil. Evil. But the, and again, the one thing that's that's crazy is right now, like if you actually go to their site, if you go to uh, when you visit the WSOU site, you actually now see this particular um, 
uh, disclaimer. It says that the programming heard on WSOU does not represent the opinions and beliefs of Seton Hall University or its employees and students. WSOU's music and talk programming is presented as entertainment and is not intended to promote any specific lifestyle, belief, political affiliation, or other personal practice. So I, I just, I always think it's funny. You know, I, I know that even when I saw um, Slayer here in, in, in uh, St. Paul, I saw King Diamond, there are people outside protesting almost every time, right? <laughs> Have you heard that story about Ozzy? It's back in the early 80s, I think, but there was people protesting one of his shows. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, and so he stole or grabbed one of the picketing signs and just got in line and started marching and protesting <laughs> with them. That's awesome. So that shows how much they care. Of like, you know, we hate Ozzy. Ozzy's the devil. Like, Ozzy's right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah, very cool. Did, uh, Part of this story, I did hear that they're actually changing their name from WSOU to WSTFU. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, this next story, um, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I like food. Food is oh, good. Yeah. Um, and this actually was interesting. Now, I, I'm again, I'm open to any other, you know, anybody else's beliefs and, and their philosophy and stuff. And um, you know, whether or not you eat meat, whether or not you're vegetarian. Or if you're vegan, whatever, all the power to you, right? Well, this is actually a really cool story. This is where um, this uh, this YouTube sensation, it's the vegan black metal chef. For the mask of demons time for the armor of hell yes it's time time to make some food so here's the the main altar where we sacrifice all the various vegetables this makeup wearing armor clad food lover is 30 year old brian manowitz though on the internet where he's earned well over a million hits he goes by another name and I just thought this was absolutely awesome because this unconventional cooking show was created by this guy named Brian back in May of 2011. And even from the first episode that aired on YouTube, it was an overnight success. It was crazy. Right, right now, that first one's sitting at like 3 million views. It's pretty awesome. What really is impressive, though, not only is it awesome because they're talking about all these really cool things that you can, you know, recipes and, and things you can make, but um, it also is a, is uh, they accompany all of these videos with um, instructional songs and it guide you through the recipe. So Brian writes, records, and masters all of the music himself. And the lyrics are crazy, right? Things like the lyric says, chainsaw in my bleeding hands as I start to cut you in two, and then cut the tofu. <laughs> um, anyway, the songs have been released as two full length albums. Um, there's a 2012 release, season one, Reign of Satan Begins, and then season two, Hell Frozen Over. And interesting thing here, it's actually Reign of Satan. That's 
S-E-I-T-A-N, which is actually a type of protein <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that you can eat. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it's pretty fun. And the cool thing is Brian states that there's really been kind of uh, uh, an explosion of veganism recently. And he, he's expanded all of his uh, stuff now into like a cookbook. He's releasing the Satanic Spellbook in 2019. And then also a collection of recipes that includes things like uh, Curse You All Potatoes and Opus uh, Enchilada. Uh, he was also even invited over to uh, the legendary Wacken or Wacken Open Air Festival. They wanted him to come out and do like, a, 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 you know, do vegan things, a live cooking show, cooking demonstrations out there. It was pretty fun. So I, I thought it was a great story. I think it's uh, it's pretty impressive that he's doing all this on his own. Please tell me that it's Brian, a.k.a. Varg Veganness. <laughs> uh, no, but dude. What a waste. What a waste. <laughs> um, it's pretty cool, man. I, uh, I'm not, uh, I mean, I eat meat and everything. Um, and I've had, I've, I've tasted some like, like vegan cheese, like cheese, like imitation cheese, um, and some mayonnaise. Uh, I think it's called like veganese or something. I don't know. Um, I know that, uh, one time what really has me, what really has me kind of mixed up though, is I know one, one year my sister came over and she brought over uh, a tofurkey for Thanksgiving. So this was, I have heard of the the bird. I've never tried it. Yeah. I mean, it basically was tofu that was kind of shaped and, and, uh, looked like a turkey, I guess. But what really had me was it was the, the texture, right? I mean, it was, it was okay. I mean, you could kind of eat it, but the texture is what really got me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, let's go ahead and jump into the next story. Now, the next story, I am absolutely just, it, it's, it's, it's like the, the 14 year old kid in me is just having just a blast because two of my two of a couple of my most favorite things in the world are coming together. Nice. And that is Metallica and Transformers. And we're talking like Transformers, like the 1984, like, you know, animated movie. Transformers, right? Like the old series and like the true toys that we used to uh, used to play with as kids. And, and uh, it's really, yeah, man, absolutely. Um, and the interesting thing here is it's a great mashup because what happened is check this out. So there's this guy, <laughs> there's this guy, his name is uh, Simon Smith and he works at this place called uh, at three customs. And 
he he does all these different types of custom things right and so he received a request like last year from like a collector and this this collector um he he wanted to like have this this mashup of like transformers and metallica and so he this guy simon smith made this this uh what he's calling um master of puppets prime right and he also wanted to pay respects to cliff burton at the same time so he awesome. blended the yeah he blended those two ideas so he did this and he you know kind of made this uh this box layout and everything uh everything else um and th this this guy went on to say that you know he listened to master of puppets over and over again he really got passionate and inspired um to do this he, he's a huge cliff burton fan you know he said you know one of the one of the best bassists of all time and so yep. yeah man he said what would happen if metallica toured with this type of truck and this is kind of what he came out came up with and so that's awesome but look at this you know he has even these uh even these photos of the product um again the the packaging looks absolutely stellar i mean everything looks I mean, the Metallica more than meets the eye. Like it just, it looks so awesome. And those of you that remember the toys back in the day, you'd have these little charts on the back and it came with like this red film. You could lay over that and kind of see their strengths and weaknesses and stuff, just super nerdy. And uh, yeah, so this was this mashup of Metallica and Transformers. Now the interesting thing, this guy, Simon Smith, has been trying to reach out to the person that requested this mashup. He hasn't gotten a reply. So ultimately, this is going to be going up on eBay soon. Oof, nice. So those of you that are Metallica fans, you got you know your uh, you know your nostalgic for those old uh, Transformers things, dude. Check it out. And just so just so someone wasn't left out he also went ahead and put together <laughs> polaris prime that man i don't know who's behind it i think that's freaking badass right yeah i mean i i just all everything went out like in my mind i was like dude i want freaking iron maiden crossover shit i want anthrax crossover stuff like yeah dude this guy is brilliant the mechanics will fix them too I see what you did there. That's awesome. It's a way on words. 
<laughs> so yeah, pretty cool news story. Um, and shout out to, uh, I know a buddy of mine, Dale, he's the one that sent that to me. He knows that I was a huge Transformers fan and he said, Hey, I came across this and immediately thought of you. So shout out to Dale. Thanks a lot, brother. All right. So next story, uh, I'm excited about, and I'm also disappointed because he never fucking comes to the U S of a, right? So Bruce Dickinson, right? He's launching into another spoken word tour. He was doing this prior to COVID too. Um, he, he announced that he's doing a spoken word tour this summer and it's going through, um, six different cities in the UK in August called an evening with Bruce Dickinson. Um, the tour is going to be kicking off August 1st, the Royal, uh, the theater Royale in Brighton. And it, it's pretty cool. Now, I don't know if anyone here has listened to uh, Bruce Dickinson's book or read his book, but I really do encourage you to check out uh, his autobiography uh, titled, What Does This Button Do? Because it's pretty awesome. I think I talked about this in one of the earlier episodes. Absolutely stellar autobiography. Bruce is such a great storyteller, but it's everything from you know his upbringing uh, some of those early bands, him coming into Iron Maiden, um, you know, his state of mind and, and his involvement as, you know, as the band moved on through albums, but then also a lot of his personal stuff, talking about, you know, his interest in aviation, getting his license, getting his commercial license, talking about his fight with cancer, really, really cool. So an evening with Bruce Dickinson and having him personally tell some of these stories from the book would be absolutely awesome. And I encourage him to one day come to the States, you know, at least hit maybe, you know, Chicago, LA, New York or something. Right. I mean, a couple of those big cities, I'm sure he could draw a crowd. So, um, yeah, yeah Jim. Cool. Yeah. I mean, Jim, what do you think? Have you, have, have you had a chance to, uh, to read this book? I have not. No, I haven't done a whole lot of reading lately and I totally, this one fell off my radar, but I'll put it back on. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. I mean, one, he's just a brilliant storyteller, but also he's just, sure. he's, he's funny and hearing, hearing him, you know, narrate his own story is just, it's, it's pretty, pretty badass. So the events that aggregate to form a personality interact in odd and unpredictable ways. I was an only child brought up as far as five by my grandparents. It takes a while to figure out the dynamic forces in families and it took me a long while for the penny to drop. My upbringing, I realised, was a mixture of guilt, unrequited love and jealousy, but all overlaid with an overwhelming sense of duty, of obligation to do the very best. Yeah, check it out if you got time, for sure. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw my text, Chris, but I don't have the template that you do. We had uh, that oh, yeah. glitch earlier this week, so I'm just following along with you, but yeah i've yeah, got a little bit to add when you're ready please absolutely you can join in uh anytime for sure sorry man no no problem we're it's, uh figuring this out we'll get it done we'll we'll improve that is awesome yeah we will we will absolutely and again those of you that are chatting live uh in the live stream on youtube again we'll, we'll get to your uh get to your uh, your chat as well um Yep. Like I said before, we can see your comments, but we're probably 15, 20 seconds ahead of you. So, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll get it straightened out. What we wanted to do was set the bar really low 
so that it's easy to rise above it. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> or that's um, what we'll say anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just glanced at the at the chat and uh, yeah, it's 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 all good time. One, I need to stay away from the pork. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, another thing is uh, make sure that um, oh Slayer Prime, dude, that'd be killer, right? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yep. And uh, Aaron says, uh, where'd it go? Um, something about Brian Slagle being a big enough name to be a trivia question. And actually, when I sent in uh, 20, I was the first person to send in questions to into the trivia pit. And I sent 20 in the very first time. And the first question Jose read was a Brian Slagle one. But who is the man behind Metal Blade Records. That's awesome. So you are correct, Aaron. He is a big enough name. I think uh, it's hard to be a metalhead and not know Brian Slago. Absolutely, yeah. I wonder That's what would have happened if he never would have ran into Lars Ulrich at that concert way back when. I don't know, man. Dude, speaking of things like way back when, and again, we're not, we don't really covering it here, but again, this is just us chatting. Um, yeah, it was, it was crazy. This, uh, this week, you know, is 40th anniversary, um, Anthrax and, uh, you know, some yeah. of those, some of those episodes that they're releasing now going back from the beginning. I mean, it's crazy because they're getting Danny Spitz, Danny Liker, they're getting, uh, Lil Kler, sorry. Um, they're getting, uh, I mean, all, all the, I mean, even Neil Turbin is in there. Um, yeah, it's really fun to listen to him. What about Dan Nelson? <laughs> uh, interesting. Let's see if that shows up, huh? <laughs> yeah, oh. I, wish they, I wish they'd release why. Like, what happened with that? But I don't read in Scott's book. He just, I don't even know if he mentioned it. Nope. He said, uh, yeah, it was basically like a legal disclaimer. He's yeah. like, you want to know more? You, if you want to know more about it, do this or something. And that was it. <laughs> kind of yeah. skipped that entire thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, this next story, and again, it's one of my, uh, it's interesting because it's one of my favorite tracks, you know, from, uh, from those early Exodus albums, right, is the Toxic Waltz. And the oh, interesting yeah. thing is, is it was never actually released as a single. <laughs> That's what was <laughs> so crazy. Um, and, uh, you know, in, in basically learning a little bit about kind of how this actually came to be a thing, the story behind this, and, you know, uh, Steve, uh, frontman, says the lyrics were written literally in about 25 minutes. Like he jammed through it and all he did was kind of copy some of those iconic 60s dance tunes, right? Like the twist, the mashed potato, the monkey, all that stuff. He even referred to a lot of that in the lyrics. And all those songs, that's kind of what they did, right? It had a cool rhythm and rhyme to it. So even like... Yeah. Like you mentioned, like the the opening line, here's a new dance, here's a new dance craze that's sweeping the nation, right? And he just kind of said, you know, a lot of those songs kind of started like that. So it was kind of like a parody, right? He just kind of wrote it, and that's where his mind was going as to, you know, what's going on in the pit, right? It's people are going fucking crazy. And yep. they uh and he went to rehearsal the next day, and he said, you know, here it is, dude, but you know, it's kind of joke and he's, he's going to rewrite it. He just, he kind of, Steve kind of brushed it off. Like, this is a joke, right? Well, Gary Holt was like, 
dude, this is fucking brilliant, dude. <laughs> and uh, Steve, like, you know, laughs and was like, dude, you got to be kidding me. I mean, because some of the lyrics were like, you know, don't be a dunce and dance like a run. Like, he's like, the, the fans won't want this. Like, this isn't thrash. This is a joke. And uh, who would have thought that this would become kind of their anthem? song that exodus plays at every show right yep so pretty cool I, I think it's awesome i know it it i think i saw it the first time i heard this track it was on headbangers ball and it was one of those things where it's like oh my gosh i'm gonna go get this cassette right it sold me on the band really yep and they also have a beer so three floyds brewing yeah Everybody drinking the toxic malts. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's a Belgian style ale. It's pretty tasty, but I had to get it because it's Exodus and toxic malts. And the artwork is cool. And it says on the side, if you hit the floor, you can always crawl. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. That reminds me, my Pantera beer should be showing up any day. It's currently in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Oh, nice. Maybe next week I'll crack one of those open. It's awesome. Yeah. Dude, speaking of St. Cloud, Minnesota, dude, I just saw in the news today, there was actually like a standoff at like a Wells Fargo bank, like literally like a robbery gone bad. Huh. <laughs> I don't know how it ended, and it's not a joke. Like, I hope everybody's safe and okay, but I saw that and I'm like, Dude, right in St. Cloud? Holy crap. Yeah, man, that shit still happens. My wife worked at a bank years ago and she wasn't working when this happened, but someone came in and robbed them and you now they caught the guy because you gotta be stupid to rob a bank these days, but Right. <laughs> You're not gonna get away with it, man. <laughs> There's still stupid out there, so beware. That's right, that's right. Yeah, so I have a headline as well. Yeah, what's up, man? I just saw that Corpse Grinder, we all know Corpse Grinder from Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. He was asked if he's the best headbanger of all time. And he said, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> you have to be the best at something. So I would believe him. We've all seen the footage of his windmill and his hair flying all over the place. But actually, I think I might have mentioned this on an earlier episode way back when, but Ripley's Believe It or Not, the world's longest headbang belongs to a man from La Crosse, Wisconsin. No right way. Here. Yep. Metal Pat Callen. Really? So, yep. We'll make sure to get that video out on the, on our YouTube page and our playlist. But yeah, Metal Pat Callen. If he was, it was recorded at the warehouse here in La Crosse. And I think it was 32 or 35 minutes, but. <laughs> 
Jesus. He's a beast. Yep. And that, that was crazy. before that was before my time down here, but I've seen him at shows and he's just on the side of the stage. Just, <laughs> just awesome. So course grinder, you might uh, got some competition, so maybe a contest. Yeah, totally. I you know, the thing is I I cannot do it anymore. I'm telling you. I I yeah, a few minutes in and I'm dizzy. <laughs> Did you see what I just did? I just moved my head a little windmill and I almost fell over. <laughs> oh. five, five, six years ago, I started every time I move my head too fast to get vertigo and just all dizzy. So this is me at a show now. Yeah. I can't remember if I mentioned it on the podcast, but like was it a few summers ago, um, kids and I got in the car and we drove down to Gurney, Illinois to go to Six Flags. Like I just went to Six Flags for the weekend. Um, and uh I remember I was pretty cool. Like I was fine until I did like literally like it was like the teacups, right? <laughs> like you just spin, right? So we get in there and of course the, the kids are like, when like turning the wheel and we're just, we're spinning and we stop. And I'm just like, oh my, I was wrecked. Like the entire night I was, I couldn't even do it. I couldn't keep up with them, man. Yeah, like like he says, old age catches us all. Absolutely right, man. Yep. <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and check out some of the new releases this week. Is that cool? Let's do it. Right on. So one of the first ones I want to talk about, Bloodbound. So this uh, power metal band formed in 2004 has a brand new single out right now. Um, they originally, so they had eight studio albums, they had a live record and an EP, and they've actually returned now in 2021 with their ninth studio album called Creatures of the Dark Realm. Dude, it just, it sounds awesome. That album art looks awesome. It's just so cool. Um, and they actually have a, a video uh, for this title track. And the interesting thing is that despite the band's like, you know, black metal image. I mean, the band, you know, they've worn, you know, corpse paint, the promotional photos and albums and site and all the live shows. Like it's, it's really like death metal, like, like feel right. Mm -hmm. But their music absolutely does not fit the black metal category. So it's really more of a similar style as to like, you know, Halloween or Iron Maiden, right? So it's yep. just like, it's it's very much, um, you know, a trained, trained, clean vocals, which is which is pretty badass. Um, but the lyrics, you know, they're they're super dark and pretty awesome. So this new album, Creatures of the Dark Realm, comes out May twenty eighth, and it already says that it is set to just basically outshine those previous eight studio albums. So it's cool. gonna be freaking. I'm excited about it. I listened to the first track. 
again, go check out Creatures of the Dark Realm. We'll have that video in the YouTube playlist. Awesome. So the next one, um, it actually kind of came out of the blue. I really wasn't, uh, I'm trying to think even how I came across this one. Um, this is actually a band from uh, from St. Petersburg, Russia, from the ancient chaos. This is uh, the interesting thing, too, is that this female fronted what they're calling sorceress and the, the genre that they're calling this is mystic metal. Ah, that's where that's where my notes were all effed up. Um, but this debut release, they're releasing it on all digital platforms and cassette tape. <laughs> I just thought that was awesome. Like, let's go old school, man. Yeah, so there's a lot of people doing that now. I and mean, I've seen a lot of posts too where people asking what do you prefer, vinyl or cassettes? So I mean cassettes making a comeback too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I know that there's uh you know, they would do some limited stuff for like record store day too. Yep. And stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So we got uh, in our chat here, I need more cowbell. So as metal pat's neck was never the same. <laughs> yeah. That's they awesome. do kind of look similar, and now Pat's got a kind of a neck like that too but i need more cowboy you got a familiar name i've seen you around identify yourself this next one i know that you and i have talked about uh many times and of course we're talking about the brand new evile so this is oh yes dude just pure thrash right oh um, god yeah absolutely just kind of this uncompromising assault kind of a blend of thrash and death metal hell unleashed this dropped uh last week the 30th i think um uh, on napalm records and it was kind of a long time coming right this came out this was their long-awaited one came out from uh the last one was like 2013 i think um yep yeah so this is it's freaking awesome i've been listening to it. it it's really cool um this now uh, newly staffed four piece has this, this has nine tracks and I, know, I really can't pick out a, a favorite song. There's just so many. Um, I know I texted you earlier. I was just listening to that slow, just heavy, just grind of uh, zombie apocalypse. Smell, hunger needs to kill. 
yep. is a pr- pretty cool track. Um, I love the thing too. We talked about that single last week. Yeah. Definitely something to look at. Um, and also one thing that's 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 interesting. So we have recently been talking about, and we uh, I know we both watched the live comedies uh, nerdtacular May the Fourth comedy event from uh, from Brian Posehn, and believe it or not. He's a guest on this album. So the song Gore delivers a merciless velocity of explosive backing vocals from none other than comedian Brian Posehn. So it's, uh, that's pretty awesome, man. (laughs) See, David Edmonds just joined. What's up, David? Nice. Welcome. And New Evil does kick ass. And I mean, it starts off great. Paralyzed is blistering it's awesome but i still think my favorite is the first one they released the title track hell unleashed is just so monstrous yeah it's it's a really good album um definitely check it out i think that uh yeah the entire album comes in at about 41 minutes this has just um you know really cool kind of you know thrash with uh you know kind of that death metal vibe kind of it just it blends it blends it just wonderfully right so they're back man this is this is pretty awesome um and then uh, one thing too so uh i know you mentioned that this lineup change was a little different right so they actually have a new guitarist from a band called riptide and then um so who's on vocals again old rake or Old Drake, the guitarist, he's on vocals now, but his brother was a former vocalist. Got it, Matt, got it. Matt Drake. So, I don't remember why he left the band. I, I want to say just for family matters. Sure. But I think I think Old did that once too, but yeah. So, so, Matt he, went, so he, just, he wanted to stay home and watch Family Matters. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page and love and tradition of the grand design some people say it's even harder to find well then there must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls cause all I see is a tower of dreams What, what you're saying with Urkel? Jeans. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Hey, big guy. <laughs> Need to work um, on my Urkel. So this next one was one that you uh, you hit me up and said, dude, you gotta put this one in this episode. Got it. And that is Necromantian. Yes, and the reason I paused is because I forgot how to pronounce it, so it's on you. <laughs> it's all right. No, Necromantian, that's, um, we talked about them last episode that they had released a couple, or I had just found out who they were and listened to two or three of their songs on their new album. And that came out last Friday too. And oh man, it is so good. I mean, it's, like I said last week too, it's kind of, it's thrash for sure, but it kind of blends into black and thrash, a little bit of black metal, definite taste of death in there, death metal, but uh, just relentless so fast so brutal 
great vocals. It's awesome. I figured Evil would be my album of the year, but Necromantheon might be. But then I got a band to talk about a little bit later that might be too. So I don't know. Might be having a three way. She's into it. <laughs> into what? The Minaj. And not only that, she just called me. She told me she spoke with the roommate, and the roommate's into the Minaj, too. That's unbelievable! Oh, it's a scene, man. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dementia? So another one that we have a brand new single that dropped. Um, and this is one that, uh, yeah, I've been waiting a little bit, right? And this is one from none other than At The Gates. So they released a, a new music video for their single called Spectre of Extinction. And this also features a guest lead guitar appearance by King Diamond's uh, Andy LaRoque. La don't know how you pronounce that. Um, Andy yeah, L. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, the song is this first single from the band's forthcoming album. This album is called uh, The Nightmare of Being, and it'll be released on July 2nd on Century Media. There's going to be 10 tracks on the album, which is pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, it was, it was really kind of crazy, too. It was cool because I was reading on this album in the production, and it again, man, it was like recorded kind of all over the place. And it, it always I've talked about this before. It just it interests me. And I would love to get like audio engineers or somebody else on the show sometime as a guest to kind of talk through some of the reasons and the why. Again, maybe I'm just maybe it's gonna be boring to everybody else, but I'm interested in why they record, for instance, a lot of the main parts and the main riffs um, at this uh you know, at, at different studios in Sweden, right? So drums recorded at, at this studio, guitars and bass with this studio. Um, and I was officially corrected. Um, King Diamond guitarist is pronounced Andy LaRock. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, so then- um, That translate to The Rock. The Rock. Andy, uh, The Rock. The Rock. So, uh, but yeah, I just I think it, I think it's interesting. You know, I know that we've talked about that before, where some bands they'll record um, so much at this at this studio, then they go to another studio to do like solo work or stuff like that. And it just it's interesting to me. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited about this. Um, it's it's you know they say that this is really going to be uh, be a great album um, for uh, for at the gates. So I know I saw them live. God, who are they opening for? can't remember hey god would know hey who's ever in the chat i think i saw that show with you buddy i think you were there were you there did we see at the gates <laughs> i don't remember sorry oh that's awesome i've never seen them yeah dude um yeah thomas thomas Lindbergh. he like always has like the trucker hat <laughs> yep uh pretty funny all right man so, so we do we do have oh, do you have any other releases or anything else you want to talk about before we jump into concerts and events i was just thinking that you know we're talking about all these releases i'm going to talk about a band in the follow-up um well, i guess i could talk about it now since what i'm going into but um misfire 
I mentioned Misfire a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I listen like uh, same thing with Necromantia, and I listened to what they had released before the album came out, but the album came out last Friday, and I'd heard two songs off of it before that, and I listened to it the whole album back or front to back today. Uh, and I was out driving, and holy shit, is it awesome! this is the third band I was talking about as far as album of the year, but it's a sympathy for the ignorant by misfire. And uh, when I was talking about them a few weeks ago, I'd mentioned how there's some of their members were formerly of diamond plate and I loved diamond plate. So I was sad to hear that they were breaking up, but if this is the result and I'm happy, this is amazing. Like one of the first songs, like it starts off so strong and then the third song war of mine came on like okay this has to be the standout track like this is great but every song after that was just as good if not better i mean this every every song on here there's 10 songs and awesome so misfire check out misfire and that so talking about misfire and evil and you know we brought up tetrarch before they released an album last week and that's awesome too Yep. And at the gates, I mean, is this, we talked about last summer, how, what are people going to do during the shutdown or lockdown? And, you know, people are just saying, well, we can't play, so let's write. So they've had all this time to not play shows and write. And so is April, is this just the beginning of an unleashing of just monstrous metal? I mean, is, are we starting to see the results of people sitting around writing for months and months? Yeah, maybe, man. I think so. I really do. I think so. I think it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, I think we're going to see a lot once things start opening up, um, you know, bands are getting, you know, scheduled like real dates this fall. It's going to be, it's going to be busy, man. It's going to be busy. And that's actually, you know, one of the things that we're going to talk about is now um, the metal tour of the year hasn't rescheduled again <laughs> for the second time but uh yeah two of the biggest bands in metal obviously megadeth and lamb of god um they're joining forces for this co-headline tour that we've been waiting a long time to see um they rescheduled their dates for across north america this year um and then as last time right the guests joining them are trivium and in flames um and it's going to be uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. This uh, uh, again, the date that they have here um, locally here in the Twin Cities is going to be September. I don't remember September twenty eighth or something like that. I can't remember. Um, yep, September twenty eighth. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty jazzed, pretty psyched. Those of you that do have tickets already, those tickets will be honored. Um, 
but again, you can go through and get refunds too if uh, you're unable to attend. So uh, I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to the show and uh, many more uh, many other shows to come for sure. Yep, um, me and my cousin Brett are going. I know you're going. My friend John Krenz, he'll be there unless he chickened out. Better not. <laughs> yeah all right and i wanted to do uh one quick uh just shout out as we go back in the day and actually i got a concert too before we get there. oh yeah yeah what do we got yeah. man so we were talking about necromantheon before and saturday may 8th at 2100 hours or nine o'clock central um live from the city of this will be unleashed so there's not a whole lot of info, but yeah, Saturday the 21st on Facebook and YouTube. And uh, it's filmed and edited and mixed. And yeah, so it's, uh, I think they're performing live from their studio. So if you want to get some more Necromantheon. Dude, that's awesome. Make sure we get a link to that and get it in our show notes. Yes. That's awesome. I need more cowbell cells. John K will be at that show. That's awesome. Very he cool. would never... He would never chicken out because he is a vegan. <laughs> True story. Uh, <laughs> love you, so, Johnny. Love you, Johnny. Dude, so uh, this one's actually, I think that there's a lot of history, right? Um, for this shout out for back in the day, just because it was kind of that, that gateway album, that album that I, you know, I think we talked about it, even uh, Chris 51, we talked about how Motley Crue was some of those first metal, right? Yeah. That, that they kind of got into. And this actually marks um, the release of the single Too Young to Fall in Love. You That was uh, in 1984, and it came off of the release of their second album, Shout to the Devil, from 1983. And of course, again, <clears throat> the album's title, the band's use of pentagrams, caused so much controversy back in the day. In 1983, you know, conservative conservative groups and Christian groups were claimed the band was encouraging listeners to worship Satan. You know, we were all just a <laughs> Anyway, we're all doomed. Yes. I mean, I was 1983. I was knee high to a grasshopper. Um, yeah, I think they need to finally do their follow up to this album. Yeah. Now that Mick Mars turns 70, they're yeah, right. too old to make love. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, totally. Um, the, the song actually did continue. I mean, it appeared in. Uh, Grand uh, Grand Theft Auto video game. Um, it it was uh, and I, I what I like about this too is that it had a video right the 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 accompanying music video uh, on MTV. It has the members of the band trying to rescue this 
woman from the clutches of this like evil emperor and stuff. And what's great is that there is a fight. There contains a fight scene, and the band members are fighting some ninjas and samurais. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's so corny, dude. Uh, ah, Thomas from Tornadic has entered. What's up, Thomas? Thanks for yo, coming in. Thanks for coming in, man. Yeah. Hear him talked about on Liquid Metal a lot, the boys and the parents. So awesome. Thanks for your support. Yeah, thanks for joining, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I've got an album for back in the day, too. What do you got? I'm going to go back to 2004. I saw, or I was in the car the other day, and Jose played Antihero by God Forbid. thinking how that was i can't think of another song i heard before that on saturday satellite satellite radio so i think one of the first songs i ever heard was anti-hero by god forbid and that was my introduction to god forbid and doc coil who i've talked about before i got huge respect for him just like he's an awesome dude so their album gone forever came out in 2004 and great album so, and then no used to watch that on Headbangers Ball 2 or MTV 2, then Headbangers Ball that either Jasta or Jose hosted. And they yep. have a video on there about the same time. So, yeah. God forbid, check it out. Unfortunately, they are no longer, but Doc is now in Bad Wolves, another great band. Yep. Yeah, actually, I was just. Uh... I had my uh, um, I had my my slideshow going upstairs, and I saw some live uh, some live pictures from previous shows, and yeah, I had Bad Wolves on there too, and I was like, oh yeah, dude, that was it was pretty fun. Andre says join too. Nice. Hey man, how's it going? Thanks for joining. Fanatic family in the house. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, so those of you if you're listening now, you'll. Or, uh, we had a little bit of a technical issues here. We've Chris and I are about 15 seconds ahead of what we see in the chat. Oh, DT's in the house too, and Andres. All right, welcome you all. Yes, thank you so much for joining, guys. This is super fun. All right, so yeah, we're kind of, I mean, the rest is, uh, dude, it's just us nerds hanging out, man. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. I'm just still riding that misfire high. Oh, see what's going on in the chat. Yep, David Edmonds throwing some love to the Tornadic Boys. Nice. Yeah. I heard Jose say that you guys are unsigned. I'm hoping that doesn't last too long. I'm not sure if you guys are out shopping around for deals or whatever, but oh, good things for you guys in the future. 
because the past already happened. I don't know. I don't really have much else. Yeah, we want to thank uh, thank everyone for watching. And again, we'll have uh, we'll have the uh, podcast version of this up shortly. Again, I want to thank everyone for joining us for our very first live stream uh, of the Thrash Report podcast. It was really fun, and um, thank everyone for their support. I want to thank everyone else for listening out there. Please go leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Go leave a review at, uh, at um, Apple Podcasts. Follow us at Apple Podcasts uh, or Google Pod- Podcasts, Spotify. And uh, you can always reach out to us. We want to hear from you. Um, Thethrashreport at gmail.com. You can hit up all of our socials are at thrashreport.com. And uh, we'll get this live thing dialed in. And uh, it'll be really fun. So um, I want to thank you, everyone. And we'll see you next time on The Thrash Report. Jim, any last words? <laughs> yeah. Check out Extinction AD, too. I just... Metal shirt of the day, Extinction AD. You got Metallica. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for joining in and chatting with us and listening to us nerd out on our favorite topic, your favorite topic too. So, yeah, we'll uh, make this thing better. Like I said before, we wanted to set the bar low, so we just keep getting better. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot, guys. We appreciate yeah. it. Later.